I invite you to hear the Christmas story as told by Luke. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Christ, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find the child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly... There was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about the child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Let us pray. Almighty God, we give you thanks for your holy word, for this holy night. This night divine when we celebrate this amazing gift of your love and grace. So as I stand before these, your people, I pray that this would be your message and not my own. Through the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Christmas is such an exciting time. We, we build up for it. We can't wait to celebrate it. We start decorating our homes early. We start buying presents. We start hinting. Ah, uh, this would be really a nice something somebody could get you. We, we hint about the presents that we won, and the kids are, are so excited. I've been talking to some of the children throughout the afternoon, asking, are you on the naughty list or are you on the nice list? Many of them feel pretty confident they're on the nice list. A couple of them are going, I've just got a little time to pull this out. We get excited, though, and we have all kinds of family traditions. Our family, we get together and, and, and celebrate and spend some time together. We're looking forward that, to that tomorrow. And when we were living in the, the Winston-Salem, Greensboro area, sometimes what we do is, is after the, the Christmas Eve service, because the church I was serving there didn't have the 11 o'clock service, we, they were just the earlier services, we would sometimes then go to Tanglewood. 
just to be able to see the Christmas lights. And, and the nice thing about going to Tanglewood on Christmas Eve is very few others are going there on Christmas Eve. So you can kind of get through pretty quickly. We'd roll down the windows and, and listen to the music as you go riding through, seeing all the lights, the arches that go over the road, and, and watching the golfer out of lights who would swing and hit the ball and then watch the ball go down the fairway. And it was an exciting place to be able to go and to celebrate. And then there's the nativity. My daughter and my wife, my daughter more, my wife as well, though, loves the Biltmore House. So periodically, we've got to make the, you know, the trek up to the Biltmore House and check out all the, the lights and the trees and, you know, all the poinsettias and the plants and the flowers and all the things that are going on and drink some hot chocolate and some hot apple cider and enjoy the time as family. Christmas parades are always a lot of fun. The Christmas programs, oh, the musical programs that we have in the life of the church. And, and then some of my favorites, to be honest with you, is when the preschool has their program or our academy has their program and you watch the little ones act out the nativity scene. And that is sometimes the coolest thing to see Mary and Joseph pull each other's hair or, you know, they, they just have a good time together. But, but you can just tell they, these children just love the story. They love this message. And I've had the privilege of going to Bethlehem and actually going to the church of the nativity and, and go into the cave where it was believed Jesus was born. There's so much to watch and so much to see and so much to listen to during the Christmas season. It's a beautiful time. Luke is telling us the story about Christmas and how God looked at this world of his, that God had created and God dearly loved and, and realized that, that the world had kind of gotten lost. We had turned away from God and our relationship with God wasn't what God really wanted it to be, but God never gave up on us. The coolest thing about tonight is tonight's a story about how God doesn't give up on us. And God decided he wanted to do something to redeem the world, something to, to save the world, some way that, that we could experience forgiveness and we could experience grace and we could experience salvation. And so God had an angel appear to Mary and said to Mary, Mary, I'm about to do something amazing. I'm going to send my, my son and, and you're going to conceive a bear and bear a child and it'll be the son of God. And Mary goes, I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm young. And I'm engaged, but I'm not married. I've, I've never been with, with anyone. There's, I don't know how that's going to happen. And the angel says, ah, oh, but this child, this child's going to be holy. It'll be the Son of God, conceived by the Holy Spirit. And so Joseph takes Mary as his wife because Matthew tells us that the angel appears to Joseph and says, don't be afraid to take her. This God is doing something amazing right now. God is intervening in a very special way. So Joseph and Mary get married and, and they begin you know, their life together. She's about to have this child when the Emperor Augustus, the Roman Emperor who's occupying Israel at this time, decides we need a census. We need a registration. We need to know how many people are there. So as the Roman Empire is occupying Israel, they want to know who, how many people do we have. And obviously the reason is we want to make sure we're getting the right taxes. So people weren't actually thrilled about the fact that they had to go to a registration. It wasn't their government requiring it. But Joseph and Mary had to go as well, and so they leave the town of Nazareth, and they go to Bethlehem. Because Joseph 
was of the house and lineage of David. When they get there, you can imagine the scene. There's so many people because people are having to travel to their, their hometowns to be able to do this registration. You can imagine that there's some frustration going on. I mean, you know, it, it's that time of the year, even at Christmas, when, when, when you watch other drivers get frustrated, even in the church parking lot. You can imagine what it was like there in Bethlehem with people trying to come in and, and we're already told that the inn is full, we need a place to stay and, and everything seems to be full and we need something to eat and, and where are we going to be able to find something to eat and right in the middle of all this chaos, right in the middle of all this mess, the time came for Mary to have the child. Of all the times, of all the timing, why now, why here? And so quietly, with all the chaos that's going on, Joseph and Mary sneak away behind the inn to the stable. Now in Israel, oftentimes the stables are actually caves that, that sometimes the, the inn would be built near, or the house would be maybe even built over, but, but there would be a cave, and that's where the animals would be brought in. And one of the reasons for that is you could bring all the animals in, and then the shepherds could stay there near the entrance and make sure that the animals were safe inside. So Joseph and Mary work their way around to where the animals are, are staying. And they come inside, and there Mary delivers her child. All the chaos in the world going on, Mary delivers the child. Wraps him in bands of cloth. And then where are we going to lay, lay him down? I mean, it's not the nursery. It's clearly not, we brought the cherry baby bed with us. Go get that off the donkey, Joseph. What did they use? It was the manger, the feeding trough for the animals, the place where the animals would eat. That now becomes the bed of the Christ child. Well, then Luke tells us that there were some shepherds out in the field and they were watching their flocks and, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them. Now, that's, that's pretty cool because... Of all the people that you would think the angel would appear to to tell this good news, it wouldn't necessarily be shepherds. Shepherds, it wasn't the most glorified job that you do. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a shepherd. A shepherd, woo, good for you. Now, it wasn't that kind of job whatsoever. Actually, it tended to be the older men who were no longer able to physically do some of the harder work or some of the younger boys that, that were not quite strong enough to do some of the hard work, and, and they would get together, and they became the shepherds. It was a lowly position. And yet that's who God chose. That's who God chose. And the angel appears to them in the, in the night. And you can imagine you're out in the field watching the sheep and all of a sudden an angel appears. They're terrified and the angel says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. For I'm bringing you good news. Even you. All people but you. I'm bringing you, I'm bringing you this good news of great joy. It's for all the people, for to you is born this day in the city of David, your Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I mean, this is not just for everybody else. God is doing this for you. And then all of a sudden there's a multitude of angels that come together and, and they light up the sky and, and they start singing praise to God, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. 
and they celebrate all that God is doing. And when the angels go away, then, then the shepherds look at each other and go, we've got to go check this out. Of what God has revealed, what did Luke say, to us. This message was to us. God invited us to experience what God is doing in this nativity. And we're going to go see this great thing that God is doing. When they get there, they find Mary and Joseph, and they find the baby lying in a manger, and the shepherds tell them, you won't believe what just happened and tell the whole story. And the people are amazed, but Mary treasures these things in her heart. And the shepherds leave praising God. God, God did this for us, for us. It's a busy season around Christmas because during this season, too, we've got to go buy gifts. And, and it's been interesting to listen to the news talk about how many people were buying gifts yesterday and today. And some of you may be still thinking, yeah, and if you'll hurry up, it's 745, I think the place closes at 10. I might be able to get there tonight because i got one more thing. And it, We get so preoccupied sometimes with gifts, and I'll tell you, I'm not the greatest gift giver that ever existed. And I'm not making that up. I mean, it's, it's a challenge for me. I mean, I'm pretty good at the little gifts that you can get throughout the year. You know, the, the, the things like, I know that sometimes when I'm out and I see some yellow roses and I'll pick some up and bring them home, I know this is going to go well. Because I know yellow roses, that's a winner for us at our family. It's a winner with my wife. I know that. Yellows are color. Daisies, if I find daisies, that's going to work too. He remembered. He knew what it was. Got them. Point. You know, I mean, I'm pretty decent at those. Snoopy figurines, if it's a Snoopy character, I can buy that. We're doing good. But around Christmas, I struggle a little bit because that's when we're trying to, you know, there's, there's kind of this expectation that we're going to exchange gifts with the people we love. And, and I'm one of those who would rather you just go, you see this on page 128? Buy that. Because it's sometimes tough to, to figure out what is it that, that you need. So I, I've done some of my shopping and, you know, saying my prayers. And, and, and so the other day I was actually, you know, or actually a couple of weeks ago, was wrapping Nancy's presents or one of her presents. And, and I'm one of those people, too, that, you know, you, you know that people are going to check out their gifts. So if I get something that's really light, then I'll get a bigger box and put a couple bricks in it, you know, with it. So that when they pick it up, they go, oh, that feels like a, a mixer. Or something, you know, and it's something about this big. But so I, I had her present, and, and I got the wrapping paper because, you know, they'll lay out the wrapping paper. These are the rolls that you can use this year because all of our wrapping paper matches. We are coordinated. And, and, and so, you know, I got the right paper, and, and, and I went into my home office, and I'm rolling out the paper, and, and, and I, you know, I've got everything just right, the perfect size box, and, and I start wrapping the gifts. The paper's nice and tight, and, and the ends are folded in just right. Folded up. Then I cut the ribbon, you know, put the ribbon around the box, and, and then you tie the knot just so, and then you cut at this angle, and you cut at that angle. But you've got to make sure if it's this long over here, that it's this long on this side because you don't want offside a ribbon. You got to have ribbon that's consistent. And so all my ribbons consistent. Everything's looking good. And and then I get to the tag. And I start writing to Nancy from Terry. And it hit me that Christmas is about to Nancy from God. 
That's what Christmas is really about. To Terry, from God. To you, from God. Because tonight, it is not about what we got each other. But tonight is about what God did for us. That God sought out the perfect gift that God could give to this world that he so dearly loved. And God wrapped that gift in bands of cloth. And on the tag, he said, to you, from God. The tag on this gift is to you, from God. You see, John 3, 16, for God so loved you that he gave you his only begotten son. And no matter who you think you are, even... If you go, I'm just like a shepherd out in the field. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. To you, from God, wrapped in bands of cloth. And the label has your name on it. Rick Warren in one of his books was saying, just imagine what it would be like if you spent all this time trying to find just the right present. And then you save up as much as you can to be able to buy just the right present. And you wrap up that present, you put the bow on the present, you can't wait to find the person that you love that you're going to give it to. And when you see them, you give them this present. And imagine they take this gift, but they never unwrap it. They never open it. It just still sits in the box, and they have no idea how their life could change if they would just open it. You see, when I was telling you that sometimes we would go to Tanglewood, when I went to Tanglewood, I just watched, I just listened. And when I went to Biltmore, I just watched, and I just listened. And, and even when I, when I went to Bethlehem, I just kind of watched and listened. But tonight, God is inviting us to do a little bit more than watch and listen. God is inviting us to do a little bit more than just observe and to listen to what's going on around us. But to recognize that God is inviting you to the nativity. So the shepherd said, we need to go to Bethlehem and check out this thing that God has revealed to us. Because God said this was for us. And tonight, God says to you, this baby, my only begotten son, that's wrapped up in bands of cloth, well, check out the label. It says to you, from God. Will you pray with me? God, we are just so grateful for your love and your grace. And God, we are so grateful that you love us enough that you were willing to give your only begotten son. You wrapped him in bands of cloth, laid him in the manger, 
And on the label, we see that this is a gift to us from you. And God, we know that tonight you do not want us simply to observe Christmas, to, to witness Christmas, to overhear Christmas, to listen to the, just the music of Christmas. But you want us to experience Christmas. And so as the shepherd said, we need to go and check this out because God is doing this for us. God, we want to experience Christmas because you're doing this for us. You so loved each one of us by name that you gave your only son. And God, we are so grateful. So tonight as we, we celebrate your love for us and our love for you and we celebrate this amazing gift of our salvation this amazing gift of our forgiveness of sin, this amazing gift of everlasting life if we only believe in you and accept you as our Savior and Lord. God, we just pray that you would cleanse us, bless us, and now we ask that you would bless these gifts of bread and the cup. And we pray that you would make them be for us the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so that we may be for this world, the body of Christ, having been redeemed by his blood. So God, we pray on this Christmas night that that, that you would make us one with you and one with each other. And help us to receive the Christ child deep into each one of our hearts. May we celebrate Christmas in your holy name. Amen.